Amber. Hi, Megan. Welcome to Bad Movies Rock. Thank you, Megan. Megan, welcome to Bad Movies Rock, where sometimes we make good on our threats. We do. We do occasionally. Mm -hmm. I made a promise. I made a promise to you and Mm -hmm. to whatever yahoos are still listening or accidentally listening. Hi. Hi. Hi, Singapore. Yeah. Singapore, you're now legally obligated to listen to this entire episode, regardless of quality. I'm sorry. That's just, we've now entered into a binding contract. Yep. Welcome. You, we see you. You said on the last podcast, maybe two podcasts ago, it's hard to tell with time and stuff, Amber, that there was a trilogy that you made up in your Amber brain back yeah, in the early aughts. It was it was two 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 ago because we had a, a wonderful Adrian interlude. Of course, but of course. It's far too brief. I mean we had that whole Resident Evil catastrophe to go through it's it's so hard to do just one with her now she is the pringles of people only actually wonderful and not just the concept of pressed they're not even chips they're like no they're pressed they're potato now, now i'm feeling bad about comparing her to that yeah, but it's you know it, i'm done that really i'm comparing her to you know their very effective slogan of the not stopping right once you yeah. pop an Adrian, and again, popping a person yeah, I, I just, is upsetting. It makes me feel all very uncomfortable. All and yet, and yet I'm, I'm continuing on You're with this. You're just going to keep saying things. Yep. Mm-hmm. Once once, once I start digging, <laughs> I can't you pop just, and stop you gotta, it. You got to dig, you know, further down to get out. Yeah, the only way out is through. Is through. With Amber's metaphors. Side. Yeah. You mentioned something about a trilogy. Yes, Megan, allow me to explain. In 2000 and into 2001, Jet Li was really starting to get some roles. Really? I don't know. Really? (laughs) Just came in to interject that, which is nothing. It wasn't just an interjection. You full on derailed me. You put a moose on my train tracks and the moose walked away. (laughs) I don't know. That's a great metaphor. I don't, I don't completely understand it, but I do love it. Welcome to Amber's Inscrutable Metaphors. <laughs> Any hoozles. Mm-hmm. Jet Li was really popping onto the U.S. cinema stage. Obviously, he had an amazing and storied career in China. But, you know, we have to put him in our movies to really acknowledge him as a star. And so he, he'd gotten the role in, in Lethal Weapon 4 as, you know, the bad guy. And now they were looking to him to, you know, head up his own friggin' movie. The first one was actually Romeo Must Die. We'll get there. We're not doing them in chronological order. We're doing them in order of my least favorite to my most favorite of this trilogy. After Romeo Must Die, was Kiss of the Dragon, which is my favorite, and then The One. We're starting with The One because it's my least favorite. So here we go. This is, this is, so like, this is kind of my, my Jet Li starring man trilogy of the U.S. acknowledges his greatness. Excellent. A very, a very fine trilogy to start. I'm very excited about it. Excellent. Especially if this was the worst one, then. Right? Yeah. And I'd, like I, I say worst, it's it's my least favorite of the three. Sure. And, and yes. that's, that's like such a negative way to put it in. It's the one, I still love it, but it's not the one I'm most excited to sit down and subject you to. So, Megan, I was, you know, just to inspire you, I feel like, you know, maybe we can explore how other media outlets describe this movie. Okay, please. And in order to kind of like goose you, to give you like, to, to, to do ooh. better. I want you to one up. Yeah, I want the like, ooh, I can do better than this moment. Okay. This is the butt pinch of motivation. Excellent. I'm terrified. So let's see. Amazon is one of my favorite places to go for descriptions because it's... they're often 
shockingly terse and almost as inscrutable as some of my metaphors or just like so black and white that you're kind of wondering, do I need to fucking watch this movie? My favorite instance being the Resident Evil description of the sequel to Resident Evil 3D. Yep. Amazing Amazon. Mm -hmm. What else do you need to know? So for the one... A mm-hmm. cop must fight his evil double from a parallel universe in over- order to save himself and the world. Okay, yeah. It's pretty, pretty straightforward. Yeah. Uh, we have IMDB. A rogue multiverse agent goes on a manhunt for alternate versions of himself, getting stronger with each kill. Only the last version of himself, an LASD cop, can stop his crusade before he becomes the one. You know, following Amazons, there's a lot of flowery language in this one that sort of uh, yeah. amplifies the message in a way that I don't know is necessarily accurate. Crusade? Uh, yeah. Maybe. Maybe. Manhunt for alternate versions of himself. That's a bit strange. It's sort of like he's the bounty hunter and they're all criminals. Right. And also we don't get to see most of that. No. That's actually, that all happens before the movie starts. It's poor. It's poor planning. It's poor execution. Then we have Metacritic. This supernatural action bonanza from director James Wong showcases martial arts expert Jet Li in a dual role as a police officer battling a sinister version of himself that has escaped from a parallel universe. So a lot of buildup in the director and the actor. Sure. And then sort of not a lot of description of the movie and also inaccurate. Inaccurate, yeah. He did not escape. He's he's actually very purposefully there in order to... Yeah, the 124th version of himself. I yeah. mean, he's traveling transdimensionally illegally, but it's it's. I guess I guess he does escape from imprisonment, but it's not. Mm. It's 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 misleading. It is misleading. Yes, Megan. Yes, Amber. I truly believe you can do better than this. I have set the bar low, admittedly. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. But that doesn't mean I don't believe in you. Great. Okay. Well, Amber. This movie is oh gosh now now I'm all now I'm all kerfuffled Amber oh ha, boy I'm so helpful <laughs> you're welcome well this does follow Jet Li who apparently was a multiverse authority uh, ex agent which I didn't catch did you catch that yeah that's why he and Delroy Lindo had so much history you know he so he made uh, passing statements of like oh it's like old times isn't it he's like I, I oh guess man. I, not yeah. old times. You were there for the first one, and I wish I hadn't allowed the second one to happen. Yeah. There's a whole history there that, oh, you're, you're we'll right. talk about it, this. I guess I had assumed somehow that, not that they worked together, but that somehow it was some other thing. <laughs> some, I don't know. They knew each other from, I don't know. Okay. Their so they were just team. taking a trans-dimensional vacation one time and gently murdered his, his a version of himself. <laughs> he just found, happened upon yeah. his other self and was like, well, let's get this going. Let's get, you know, it was self-defense the first time. And mm-hmm. Delroy Lindo, and then, you know, after their vacation, they're just like, they tried to forget it. Yep. Yeah, just go back to their lives. Um, and uh, that's that's nothing. That's not what happened. Yes, he was an MBA <laughs> yep. agent. A multiverse agency agent? Authority. Authority. A multiverse authority agent. agent. Partnered with Delroy Lindo. Yeah. And then he went dark side. Yes, he did. Everyone knows, Amber, there's 125 versions of ourself across the multiverse, which exists. There's a multiverse authority that uh, kind of polices this uh, any interdimensional travel that happens. And Jet Li is trying to eliminate every other 
multiverse dimensional gently in order to obviously become unto a god named the one and this is this is ultimately about you know just kind of a a failed ascension to godhood he was oh. so close amber he he got 123 of them he, he murdered the Jet Li that was the surfer dude Jet Li. He murdered the Jetlock Jet Jet Li. He murdered the long haired Jet Li. Oh, no, there was, we got there was s- definitely a long, a long locked Jet Li. Yeah. No, they <laughs> and they were all named Law, some version of Law. Yes. So yeah. you Law is is our former MVA guy on the quest to become the one. Mm-hmm. And he's yeah, he's uh, he's gone off the deep end. Yes. Or yeah. as as Megan said, this this is a movie about failure, essentially. This yeah. is a movie about coming in second place, about getting so close to your goals, tantalizingly so, only to Tantali- have them ripped away. Yeah, and 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 as you as you murder your way to godhood, you absorb the energy of your other selves, making you more and more powerful as you go along. Which also must it kind of indicates that like the longer you go on i mean it's like a video game it gets harder and harder as you like kind of go up in levels because your opponents are going to get also kind of absorbing this interdimensional energy you make an excellent point this would make a solid video game yeah Hmm. yeah so um we got we got that and then we got delroy lindo and jason statham who are um the mba agents who are gonna uh try to try to um stop this from happening and and they do. What do they? Well, who's the other character in this, Megan? Well, we've got uh, the other Jet Li. Exactly. We've got we have two Jet Lees for your money, people. Yeah, we've got uh, the one. We've got Yu Law, and we've got Gabe Law, who um, is the one who's steadily and un- like. <laughs> imagine being this guy who's like in the past few years has been getting like stronger and stronger for no reason that you know of you've got almost superman like powers all of a sudden and it's not just your body amber your mind your mind gets stronger yeah everything gets better you you are becoming unto a god this isn't just some captain america shit your brain gets jacked too yeah exactly and so um yeah you got um jet lee versus jet lee and uh We've we've got to, and the interesting part is like you can't kill one of them. You need to either let both of them live, or kill both of them. Because either way, you've got a the one, and apparently it might not matter. Like if it's a good the one or a bad the one, it might just be that there is a the one, and um, that might either cause godlikeness or the implosion of the universe. Nobody knows, Amber. Yeah, they seem most concerned about potential universal implosion if you ever reduced reduced a number of multiverse versions to a single entity. Right. Yeah. yeah. So that's uh that's that's the game. That's the whole yeah. game right there. Mm-hmm. There are multiple universes. One guy is like, "Hey, I whoopsie murdered myself, and I got real strong. I'm gonna turn this into my thing. I'm gonna just keep. I was on vacation. I met my other self. He was a and, prick. Uh... <laughs> I had to kill him." What if it was an accident? What if it was like a, you know, jaywalker and he accidentally, you know, whoopsie murdered himself and mm. then was like, oh, I feel good. Huh. I feel, I feel really, wow. 
Freaking my neck is just gone, you know? Yeah. I started to get like arthritis in this wrist, and now I can bench press a car. I can sleep really well. I got my murder snoozles in. Got my murder snoozles in. My apnea has cleared up. This is, yeah. um, let's kill a few more and see what happens. Let's see what happens. Just a couple more. Mm-hmm. The Pringles of murder. <laughs> you cannot stop, Amber. And everybody knows there's 125 Pringles in every tube of Pringles. Exactly. It's multiverse Highlander rules. And it's wonderful. Yes. Mm-hmm. Megan. Amber. How did the critics feel about this one? Yeah, the critics did not care for this. <clears throat> uh, no. No, Metacritic 25 for the critics. 71 for the users. Okay. For Rotten Tomatoes, it's 14 for oh. the <laughs> critics and 51 for the audience score. Wowzers. All right. Yeah. It, right. It's worse. It's worse than any of the expend. Worse. I'm putting words in quotes. It's worse than any of the expendables. Right. Which, Which just seems wrong. Exist solely on nostalgia. We've talked about the word salad plot salad of this those that franchise. Not that they are not mm-hmm. pleasing and enjoyable in many ways, but damn. Yeah. Mostly the way the, the Expendables are the best when Jet Li is actually in the Expendables, which Very is... Very accurate, yes. Yeah. Or Antonio yeah. Banderas. True. <laughs> there it is. Sorry, it's just in a... The, the, like, the, the tenter, t- t- tantrum, temper tantrum Antonio Banderas in my head. Mm-hmm. Oh, I know. I know. It, it makes me smile really whenever I think stomp, of it. He's really stomp, stomp. He's really good at killing him. So, so good at killing the one thing he knows how to do <laughs> why won't anyone let him kill people <laughs> oh yeah fantastic so i scoring aside and and clear mm-hmm. criticism aside i uh, i did enjoy maitland mcdonough we, we see maitland mcdonough a lot <laughs> from the tv guide pseudoscience gobbledygook aside x-files alumni james wong and glenn morgan's script is little more than an excuse for jet Li to kick his own ass which he does energetically and often i don't know how that scored at 30 that seems to capture the essence of the movie fairly well it is an excuse mm-hmm. for jet Li to kick his own ass right. and he does it energetically and often awesome often mm-hmm. yes sorry i was just imagining it in my head and i have a little mini stroke because my brain couldn't do both things at the same time uh-huh and it's great yes Jet Li does martial arts things, gets his own movie to do them in. Also, you have Je- Del Relindo and Jason Statham. Right. A young Jason Statham with hair. It's it's uh, disconcerting, to say the least. Yeah, nobody really liked this. No plot. Other movies do it better. Crappy Matrix ripoff, bullet dodging, uh, bad effects. It's like a video game, forgettable... It, it, I feel like, again, this is one of those moments where they could have felt some joy. Yeah. But they chose not to. And they saved it all for later when The Expendables came out? Amber, um, this is this is called Twaddle of the Highest Order that makes you wish you had a wormhole of your own to escape into. Twaddle. 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 And considering what they make wormhole travel look like in this movie, that oh is a my rough God. thing to say. Yeah. I mean, we'll talk about it, but that... Listener, you don't understand how damning that statement is coming yes. from this person. Yeah. I, you know, this the Miami Herald's Charles Sa- Savage is saying that having an actor play both the hero and the villain, the viewer knows that what they're being shown isn't an authentic dance, which is accurate. I mean, you know Jet Li isn't actively fighting himself. Sure. 
but you still get to see Jet Li fight a very talented stunt actor. Yes. Yeah, exactly. So why are we mad at that? I mean, movies in general are always a suspension of disbelief. Did you know, Amber, that um, this was filmed with that... Poor stunt actor wearing a green green face face yep. yeah so that they could uh, map Jet Li's face onto him which is just so wearing this like green mask over his head just made it all that more difficult to, for this poor stunt man who's very good who has to fight Jet Li but guess what you also have to do it with like a ski mask on I feel like they painted it green but I could be wrong I I haven't seen pictures of it so I don't know exactly but yeah. I don't, and this is this is remembered from you know the one DVD extra commentary. I think it it, it doesn't matter. He had a green face, so they could replace it with Jet Li's. Mm-hmm. The, the age of CGI. Oh boy, it's we can not literally great. take your face off. Off, yeah. They do it okay. It's okay. Yeah, come on, critics, find the joy, find the love, find your soul. Yeah. This was before they understood that Jet Li was someone to just adore. Right. Although this is the third one in the trilogy, right? So they should have had somewhat of an idea. Yeah, I really don't understand. I mean, I think it's they're more mad at uh, James Wong. And he was the director, but he also co-wrote it with Glenn Morgan. And it's not good. The story is not good. The idea is fun. Sure. The, the actual story of it, uh, yeah, no, no, not yeah. so much. Yeah, I mean, they basically had an idea, and then it, you know, decided we'll figure it out. Like, we have a cool concept, Multiverse Jet Li fights himself, and we'll get the details later. We'll, we'll get them. And then yeah. later sort of came, and they were like, we, we still don't have it, we gotta do something. And it sort of just like pulled an all-lighter and uh, wrote this yeah. out. And then this came out, yeah. It's fine. But it's wonderful to watch Jet Li do some shit, which, again, we compare it to The Expendables because, well, one, Jason Statham and Jet Li are both in it. Mm -hmm. And two, it survives just on the goodwill of their careers prior to it. Right. Yes. Where is that goodwill, critics? Mm -hmm. Where is it? It's it's not in these reviews, I'll tell you that much. Ooh, fun fact, Megan. And this Mm. may or may not be true. The Rock was actually potentially... I s- affiliated with this yeah it was going to uh it was going to be starring the rock instead instead he decided to be a cgi scorpion monster when he returns boy I, it led to his own movie you know good for him his first own movie oh one more thing and then yes, i'll move past this yeah los angeles times jan stewart Lee's far too unthreatening a presence to cause much of a stir amid the din of hard rock music and the pall left by fight choreography that has had every last bit of life digitally drained away. So not only does this person rag on the fight choreography, which sure, they used some effects, but it wasn't all effects. When you have Jet Li, Jet Li's doing some shit, and they had amazing stunt actors working with him. And then he's not threatening Jet Li is not threatening. Yeah, that's ridiculous. That's a ridiculous statement to come out of anybody's mouth. What is wrong with you? Mm-hmm. Just because he has the sweetest face and the nicest smile does not mean that man weapon is not fucking threatening. Yes. He Have is, you he seen is, him do shit? He is a he's a human weapon. And and that is that is actually literal. That is I'm not talking about 
the one or you law or Gabe. I'm talking about Jet Li. <laughs> like Jet Li personally yes. can actually do that shit. Yes. He does so. those things. What the balls unthreatening. I feel like that has some racist undertones to it. I feel like that's my knee-jerk reaction. I'm trying yeah. not to ascribe that assumption to it. But yeah. it does it does feel it does smack a little bit of here is this Eastern Asian man. He's so mm -hmm. non-threatening. Right. May not be the case. It, I'm hoping it's not the case, but it, it does I there are so many unlikely like white dudes who are put mm -hmm. in these roles. And I, I feel like we never hear anybody questioning how threatening they can assume like seem as like bad guys or like dangerous right. good guys. Yep. Yeah, I'm I'm sorry. Like does anybody say that like Steven Seagal and Chuck Norris are non threatening? Because when I look at them, I don't see a threatening man. I see an old white guy. Mm-hmm. And and so long as we're we're here, let's the 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 movie itself, um, like just dips its toe into a little bit of homophobia. They just want to make sure to get just a few homophobic, transphobic barbs in there before you know. They're not by the main characters mostly, but it's, there's just a random conversation by the coroners that just is terrible. So it, they're just having this conversation about porn that ends in one of them using the term she-male. Yeah, it's just, it's, it's, uh, it, yeah. Why? Don't, I, don't do that. It was played for laughs. The entire point was that it was supposed to be kind of like an aside, chuckle, unnecessary, silly moment. Right. No, thank you. No, that's a, that's, that's a terrible term. We don't say that. We... I just don't know why you had to leave that shit in. Comic no. relief. It, I think you're absolutely right. It was considered comic relief moment. It was a comic relief moment that used just... <sighs> a f don't fucking say that. And don't leave it in your movie. There was no reason to do that. They could have silently moved the body. He could have jumped out and scared them. It would have been fine. Or there were other ways to make it funny. But instead, that's what you do. Neat. Mm -hmm. Cute. Awesome. Yep. And um, Carla Gugino's in this movie, Ember. She is indeed. I believe she's the only woman in this movie with speaking lines. Is that correct? Not entirely true. There is also the MRI nurse. Oh, yes. Okay. Yeah. She, she, I mean, she doesn't have a big role, but I, yeah. I remember her because I, I did find her delightful. Played by yes, Harriet Sansom Harris. Yep. Yeah. I really like her. She's I'm trying great. to think of yeah. what she's in. I just like I like her voice. I like her style. She's just lovely. But yes, Carla Gugino's is really the main woman in this. She she plays two roles, uh, both Yu Law and Gabe Law's love interest. Oh, technically three roles. Oh yes. Oh boy. Yep. Yep. She gets to Boy. wear three different wigs. Yeah. Exactly. Why Why are we bring, bringing that up? Just to mention that she was the only woman. Oh yeah, yeah. Just just the the kind of representation of women is 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 also fairly, um, you know, low in an action movie. Yeah, yeah. And the way that she is used is very typical of we have one woman in this. Either she's like so devoted to the bad guy that she's willing to do anything for him, even if it you know destroys her, and then as a tragic symbol to be used to inspire the hero to do. I believe they call it fridging. Right. 
And uh, then it's sort of a prize mm-hmm. for good behavior. Right. Yeah. So it's all three of those. <laughs> yeah. Three tropes all together in one movie yep. played by one actress in three different roles. They were very thorough with mm-hmm. their tropes. Yeah. Other than that, I can't really think of anything that's too glaringly. Yeah. Critics Corner. Mm-hmm. Usual. We don't we don't care what you have to say. Yeah. Nah. So Amber, after this movie starts with kind of a, a very long explanation of the multiverse system, um we go to uh it's, it's both too long and not long enough. Yeah, yeah. There there's some really interesting things about this that I have questions about. For me, it's it tells you there are multiverses. Mm-hmm. It tells you there's a version of you in all of them. It tells you that there's there's travel between them as possible, but it's restricted and that mm-hmm. a balance is maintained and that that balance seems to rely on all the versions of yourself being alive or most of them being alive at the same time. Like it's because the, the balance is disturbed by you law's actions. Right. So the question I always endlessly have is that, so say one of you dies mm-hmm. and, and presumably... Either there are 125 multiverses or only 125 multiverses had a a version of Jet Li. Ignoring that question, everything happens differently in the multiverses. So obviously there's some people die sooner than other people die. So does that mean like everybody's just sort of getting jacked up gradually and that, you know, you hit 89 and suddenly grandma's lifting cars and you're just like, geez, grandma, what the hell? I mean, I think just not enough grandmas try to lift cars. I think that's, you just assume you can't when you're 89. And maybe you need, maybe, hey, get out there and try to lift a car, everybody. See if your multiverse selves are dead or not. The only reason you can't lift a car right now is because your multiverse selves are still alive. Why are they holding me back? Mm, Other Ambers. Yeah, although you have been getting stronger lately, Amber. I think your multiverse Ambers are whittling down. Which makes me think that one of the Ambers is starting to kill the other Ambers. So either they're finally not holding me back or someone is about to come for me. It could be. Yeah, if you see yourself, Amber, you run. No, I kill her. I take what's mine. (laughs) Take the power, Amber. I take what's mine. Mm -hmm. The reason there are so few multiverses, presumably, is because they're not created when, you know, two divergent choices are made. You know, you flip a coin, you make a multiverse. It's not that kind of Mm -hmm. silly, stupid sci-fi nonsense. Don't be ridiculous. No, we're told... I don't know, three quarters of the way through the movie by Jason Statham's character that you know how there are stars and some of them go supernova and they make black holes? That's when you get a new universe, which creates a wormhole, Mm -hmm. which you can then travel through between the universes. So it's Mm -hmm. black holes, wormholes, multiverse. Yes. And versions of yourself and super abilities. Makes perfect sense. Do you have to be there when they die to get the big bump? Is that the issue? Is that so like if you're in your multiverse and somebody mm-hmm. dies, you only get like a small bump and that's why Jet Li's character isn't quite as strong or why Gabe Law isn't quite as strong as you law? Yeah. I do think there must be something about like the actual act of the like the the, the murdering your other self that you must be able to steal a little bit more power. I mean, he he talks about it in terms of like energy when he makes yes. his at the beginning of the movie, we see Yu La murder a version of himself who's mm-hmm. a, you know, a prisoner. He's he's being packed up for transport. 
kills him, kills a bunch of cops, or severely injures a bunch of cops. Jason Statham and Delroy Lindo are there to track him and bring him back to the MVA, which they accomplish. And then he's uh, put in this chair to be sent to the Stygian penal colony Mm -hmm. in the Hades multiverse. Yes. They have cute names for all of these. They do. And so he's allowed to say some last words before he's sent off because, of course, they can't kill him because if they kill him, they'll make a the one and you don't want that. Right. And, and Jason Statham keeps wanting to kill him and Del Rayland is like, it's not procedure. And Jason Statham hates procedure. He's very he mad does. at procedure for most of this movie. Mm-hmm. But Eula makes this speech about how, like, hey, guys, I, I'm just trying to bring order to all of this chaos. So many universes... So much energy distributed across multiple bodies. That's insane. Mm-hmm. I'm just trying to make things neat. Put all that energy in one container. Yep. It's me. a decent bad guy speech. is fine. Yeah. But so that makes me think, okay, okay. So when you murder one of your yous, mm-hmm. Highlander style, bunch of energy comes out of them. And if you're standing in the same multiverse, yeah, like most of it comes into you. But if you're not in the same multiverse, it probably just kind of gets like lost to chaos and like a little bit settles in you because like it recognizes you through you resonance, I've decided. You and so like, it's, yep. yeah. So like, if, if you are dying in different universes and yourself isn't there to like suck up that good, good you sauce, yum, yum, yum. Slurpy, slurpy. Then, then it's, then you're fine. Yeah. Okay. I, I, you know, Amber, it's as good of an explanation as anything. This movie makes no sense. So, so okay, so they've got, so they've, they've, they've captured Eula, and they're about to send him to the Stygian penal colony in the Hades universe. But guess what, Amber? Right after he gives his speech, we've got Carla Gugino. This this universe's Carla Gugino is allowed for some reason to come watch this happen, um, and she's brought within with with her in her high heel a rat mm-hmm. with ginormous testicles. Just very impressive rat testicles. Yes, that has it seems like an antenna shoved up its butt. Does seem to be coming out of its anus, yeah. Sorry, rat. And then extra sorry, rat, because it's actually what it is is really filled with explosion so that it sets off a a, a distraction and and explodes some shit so that um, Eula can now get away. And they uh, use a lot of um, metal, like new metal, you know, from the late 90s, early 2000s. So you get uh, let the bodies hit the floor in the Mm -hmm. first fight scene where Eula's killing himself and taking out all the cops. And then when the rat explodes, like at the same time, you get that, you know? Yep. The down with the sickness. I, I can't remember if that's Papa Roach or is it Drowning Pool that does the bodies hit the floor? Yeah. I don't know. I mean, yeah. I was a 90s kid. I do know all of these songs. I mm-hmm. don't necessarily remember who sings them. But there's a lot of that music associated with, specifically with You Law's antics, is, yes. is set to a metal soundtrack. Yes, absolutely. Um, he's able to, Eula is able to, instead of getting transported to the uh, Stygian penal colony in Hades universe, he gets to go to the Earth universe. Which Why they do you never keep calling it the <laughs> well, Earth universe? Well, they never universe. gave it a name, did they? They're all Earth. <laughs> it does, it has a cute different actually, name. On, on, it actually does say the Charis universe on Wikipedia. I don't remember them saying that in the movie, but yeah. Anyway, yeah, they they all get mythological names. There's an Anubis, and yeah, yeah. Amber, yeah. how does uh, how does teleportation work? How does that feel? 
It is horrifying. It yep. is horrifying. And they never talk about it. No. The first time you see them travel via wormhole, mm-hmm. it's when Del Rolando and Jason Statham manage to capture Eula by running him over with a car. And so, like, the wormhole activates, and all of a sudden, all three of them are shrieking and just, yes. like, shaking their heads from side to side, and then uh-huh. their bodies are just, like, disassembled and sucked yeah. up into this, you know, white Atomized. tunnel of light. Yeah. The entire time, screaming mm-hmm. in agony. Mm-hmm. And then, okay, well, maybe it's fine once they get there. You know, as soon as they're reassembled, uh-uh, uh-uh. When they arrive at the MVA, they are just on the floor, twitching, writhing, yeah. and unable to communicate breath yeah Mm -hmm. and people are like scanning them on the ground just like this is normal they're fine they'll everything it's the worst pain you'll ever feel in your life but it uh, doesn't do any damage so you you have been just taken apart atom by atom and then put back together and felt every second of it felt all of it so it's it's upsetting to watch it happens every time and no one ever no one comments on it. it it's it's amazing that nobody ever talks about this it kind of makes it awesome. It's great. <laughs> yeah, I know. It haunts I, me. Yeah. I mean, it, it, like, if you're being pulled through, I mean, it seems like that would hurt. It seemed like being atomized through a wormhole seems about right for going through a wormhole. And uh, it would hurt it would hurt like hell. So... But we're not, we're not going to talk about it. We're just, but we're not, not going to talk how, about how it. This is how it goes, Amber. It's just this what is it just, is. Everybody knows this. Mm-hmm. If you're gonna interdimensional travel, you gotta break a few atoms. I mean, other than the amazing uh, mythology and, and universe that they've created, which which I feel like we've explained perfectly, black holes, stars, a certain number of universes you can travel between them. Some some universes aren't aren't aware of multiverse travel. They have not developed multiverse travel or aware of the multiverses. Not that that really matters in any. You will still come and come and murder. That you love that of that universe yeah yes. it was more just i think it was a way of explaining why you know we in earth universe megan <laughs> don't know about this mm-hmm. yep yeah there's, there's really not much more you need to know gabe law is a cop they create kind of a parallel scene to the to the opening one where you know Jet Li is the prisoner that's murdered and this one Jet uh-huh. Li is a cop <laughs> dun dun transporting dun. a prisoner right when you law shows up to murder him in the same way it's, it's he's a one-trick pony is you yeah. hides in the vents and just shoots Mm-hmm. And then, you know, the movie continues because Del Lindo and Jason Statham are, are there to, to slow him down but not catch him. So you get to spend some time with Gabe. And he seems to have a very nice relationship with Carla Gugino. She's a vet. Mm-hmm. Yep. They had is- an adorable meet-cute with a dog yes. that they that they still have. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jet, Jet Li um, brought in an injured dog to her vet clinic, and it was just uh, marriage from there. Yep, yep. It was – It's uh, he – what did he say? not exactly this but she completed him like just she she filled an empty space in his heart yeah he's, he's something about he his her. father always said that you know your life is like a circle mm-hmm. and um but there's always a hole in the middle that is filled by one one person yep and they even have like two necklaces that like snap into each other hers yeah. is the center of his necklace that's that's very sweet it's very sweet yeah yeah so all during this, we also have um, Delroy Lindo and Jason Statham need to catch up because they weren't able to go through the first wormholes and they have to 
go to another wormhole to get to the Earth universe. And um, they end up, <laughs> they end up um, kind of just, just getting so, they kind of give up on being able to catch Eula. And so they fast. <laughs> yeah. And they decide what they need to do is they need to simultaneously murder both of the Gentleys. So Delroy Lindo has a, um, like a mini bomb that also has lights on it. And Jason Statham has a, has a watch that corresponds to this. And so essentially Delroy says, I'm going to go, I'm going to murder you law with this. When your corresponding watch turns red, that means I'm dead, but so is you law. So that's the exact point when you need to merc Gabe law. Excellent plan. Because yep. we're throwing we're throwing procedure at the window now. We're done with procedure. And so they split up. Delroy goes after Eula. Uh, Statham goes after Gabe Law. And so before they split up, you get this sort of tantalizing peek at Jason Statham's character's backstory. Yeah. There's because he's he's been, you know, very anti-procedure, very I want to murder him the whole time. And Delroy Lindo's like, nah, you can't do that. That's not procedure, baby. And on this in this conversation before they split up. You, one, learn that Jason Statham's character is like, hey, man, let me do the bomb. I've survived one of them before. Yeah. For no reason. I don't know why we brought that up. And two, yeah. and then Delroy is like, I know where you came from. I know what you've seen and what you've been through. And I know it puts you in a certain mindset. Like your instincts are, you know, aggressive. But man, don't think with your head on this one. Think with your heart. So we... We don't learn any, no. we do, like, we don't, he was a soldier in some sort of multiverse war. We don't know. We don't know what he was before he was partnered with Delroy Lindo. But we're told he was somewhere else and gosh darn it, it was hard. And it's, it's led his instincts to be hard too. And then he tells him not to think with his head, but think with his heart. And to my mind, your instincts are gut, right? Right. Your, your brain overrides gut. Yeah, yeah. And Delroy like- Lindo tells him to shut off his brain. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And sends him off to murder Gabe Law. Which seems like it seems like at the time what's happening. So we get this scene of Delroy Lindo fighting U Law. And uh, it just like U Law's like punching Delroy Lindo through his coat. Oh, that punching was great. Him through a van door like he's just you're not you, you haven't yeah. captured the beauty of that moment i'm sorry it's, you're right i mean I'm, he is beating the ever-loving snot out of him because he is one step away from being superman right like he can run 50 miles an hour he can punch through solid metal he can yeah he can pretty much do anything i mean his his lesser doppelganger gabe law can just casually bend a gun in half so but what, so it's, it's actually fairly solid fight mechanics when it's not mm-hmm. cgi weirdness he manages to grab both of the sleeves of Delroy Lindo's leather duster mm-hmm. and then just front kicks him through his coat yes. so that he's left holding in each hand half of the coat by the sleeves and Delroy mm-hmm. Lindo is launched through it yep. into the back of an ambulance. I, I think being punched through your coat, I think I was, I was perfectly clear on exactly just- what that meant. <laughs> I just had to describe this amazing no, you're visual. Totally right. <laughs> using this auditory medium. Yeah, through, through, punching through a coat means nothing until you've seen that. It was lovely. It was yeah. a lovely. I haven't seen that before, but it definitely yeah. demonstrates you are a toy compared to me. Yep. It's a it's yep. a normie fighting 
an Avenger. Right. Yeah. But for some reason, the fight lasts longer than 0.2 seconds. Mm-hmm. You've got that going on, and then you have Jason Statham uh, talking to Jet Li, the gay blah version, and they're just having kind of a nice conversation, like, you know... And, and and all, I don't know, it's just one of these kind of like feeling of like, oh, they're just kind of having a conversation about what's going on. And, and, and Gabe Law is obviously like just wants this to stop and he, he, he wants to go home. And but Jason Statham just keeps looking at his watch to see if he's got a red light, which means he's just going to straight up murk this guy he's talking to. And then he decides not to. And then he decides not to. It's like, I'm not going to kill you. I'm going to help you. And Gabe Law's like, I want your help. Eula has shown up to murder him in a hospital. He murders a bunch of other people. And because he looks exactly like Gabe Law, all of Gabe's cop buddies think he did it. So now he, there's a manhunt for him. His life is in shambles. It's not great. And he, he's trying to pick up the pieces. He doesn't want Jason Statham's help. He just wants to go home to his wife. And I, I guess survive Eula and then figure it out from there. Yeah, yeah, he doesn't much have a plan, and it's unclear if, like, it's because he doesn't believe him, although he, he yeah, that, that does not seem to be the problem. Point, but, no. but, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, it is a good thing that Jason Statham holds off on, on shooting Gabe Law because um, the the handheld bomb that Delroy Lindo has does not actually um, kill Eula as hoped. Doesn't even kill Delroy Lindo. Eula kills Delroy Lindo, and True. then the bomb goes off. Yeah, good point, yes. Yeah, they almost got Jason Statham to uh, uh, do his dirty work for him. He lauded. Yeah. But Jason Statham goes with his heart, Ember. Yeah, and his heart says, help Gabe. He seems mm-hmm. like a nice guy. Yeah, why not? Gabe's not into it until Eula shows up at his house and murders mm-hmm. his wife. Super does. Just in front of him. Mm-hmm. And then he gets chased away from there by all of his cop friends. And that's it. It's, that's yeah. it. Uh, he doesn't care anymore. Um, he's he's like, you can kill me, um, but first I'm going to kill him. So, and as soon as he's dead, then you can take me out because I don't care anymore. And you need uh, Gabe Law to catch a Eula Ember. You ne- need Jet Li to catch Jet Li. I mean, he kicked Delray Lindo through his own coat. Yeah, you yeah. need yeah. you need another superpowered guy. What was it that, it was, was it in Hobbs and Shaw? Something about you need wolves to catch the bear or something. You need... I thought it was wolves to catch wolves. Maybe it's just wolves to catch wolves, yeah. Something along those lines. Yeah. Need wolves to hunt wolves. It was one of the Fast and Furious ones. It doesn't matter. It's no. it's, it's amazing pure nonsense, and that's kind of what we're working with here. You mm-hmm. need a law to catch a law. Yep. Or at least beat him into submission. Right. And we've had some decent fights like it's it gently even with the the cgi nonsense and the matrix style bullet dodging is still just a force to be reckoned with fun to watch there's this in the hospital scene he's supposed to get an mri and you know hilarity ensues and in order to not harm his cop buddies who are like we're going to arrest you now he's like i don't want to hurt you he there's a handcuff fisticuff scene yes. where he's just he cuffs you know maybe four of them uh-huh. to each other in the same wheelchair with yep. just in some sort of twister, like amazing, just amazing <laughs> figuration. Yeah, it's great. And you know, watching Eula um, manhandle Del Orlando is delightful. Watching him bludgeon cops to death with their own motorcycles. Yes, there was. Yeah, mm-hmm. just picking them up handedly and just 
uh, terrible things with them. Yeah. It's not choreography, but it was funny. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, the final fight between Yula yep. and Gabe Law was great. Yep, it's in the Gears and Sparks factory, which is where the next um, uh, wormhole is going to come. It was Gears and Sparks and also Mystery Green Liquid. You're right. It did have some sort of noxious green liquid stuff. Which flammable. we thought, Yeah, it wound yeah. up being flammable. I thought it was yeah. going to be acidic, but it turns out yeah. it was just flammable, which seemed redundant since a bomb went off anyway. Yeah. That was a great fight. It was, yeah. And this is the aforementioned fight where, uh, especially in this one, is where they had a stunt person wearing a, a green screen paint or mask to, uh, yeah, fight gently. Mm-hmm. Pretty great. Excellent fight. Highly yep. recommend it. Uh, and she- <laughs> Right before the fight, you lot, like, remove... They end up wearing the same exact thing. Of course they do. Uh, for, for reasons that only can be said... Uh, was to make it sure that we know who's who in the fight um takes off like his the top of his jumpsuit yeah so we so. know the the bad one is the gray shirt guy mm-hmm. and the good one is the the full jumpsuit guy yeah exactly uh they he gabe beats yulon to submission but not before the top of his jumpsuit gets set on fire and he has to take it off and then the wormhole of comes and sucks them both <gasps> up agonizing yes just at, so they're on the floor writhing in the mva we've got two Two Jet Lees and a Jason Statham. Mm-hmm. And the the one Jet Lee is like, it's him, him. that's you, Law. Right. And so they totally they take, take his, his word, word for it. For it. Yeah, uh-huh. And drag him into the chair and immediately set about sending him to the Stygian penal colony on the Hades universe. Mm-hmm. But, but as Jason <gasps> Statham is writhing on the ground, he realizes, oh, that guy has a wedding ring, <gasps> tat- like tan line on his yes. finger. That's the wrong one. And then they just switch them. Yeah, they just it actually him. wasn't that it wasn't that dramatic. No, it wasn't that exciting. Yeah, no. So they send you law away. Finally, they've done it, Amber. So now, what are they going to do with Gabe Law? Well, they have to send him back to the Earth universe, Amber. There's nothing it's to do. Not he's going to have to. He's going to have to face the music for shit he didn't do. And and Jason Statham is not on board with this. No. He's not. He's like that's bullshit. And they're like, Megan, what do they say <gasps> it is? It's procedure, Amber. Oh, it's procedure. procedure. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, I guess we have to send him back. And Gabe doesn't give a fuck. He doesn't yep. care anymore. He's the, done. The, his center is gone. Nothing means anything. He's going mm-hmm. back to, uh, I'm calling it Bush universe, because in the, in the very mm, yeah. first oh, scene, in the first, you know, you law murder yeah. scene, you, they pass a television and it shows President Gore is addressing Congress. And then in Gabe's universe, we see a similar scene, but it's Bush addressing Congress about mm-hmm. universal health care. So it's right. actually still not our still, universe. Still not our universe, yeah. But it is the sadder version. Um, mm-hmm. Could you imagine Gore? Could you? Oh, Amber. Yeah. Sorry, I don't. I don't want to do this to myself. Yeah. We've already lived through Trump. Bush was. Bush was nothing. Bush was. Bush was, Bush was a fucking delight. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Fuck me. Moving on. Mm-hmm. So we know that it's not going to be a good situation for him. Cops are after him. There's no way to clear his name and his wife is dead. He doesn't care. He doesn't give a fuck. But he's like, send me back. I don't fucking care. Although if they send him back and he gets executed for the murders, for all of the murders. (laughs) There's a lot of murders. It's a lot of any. But they, Mm -hmm. they, you know, MVA authority head man says, don't worry. He'll be taken care of and watched over. 
just like the what others. What does that mean? What, what is, is that? What, what is happening? What are you talking what about? What is any of this? Like there's, there's something there. It's like, has this happened before? Are there like times that like they've gotten down to like two or three different uh, uh, multiverse per- people and like they just have to like, you know, babysit these folks until they all die at the same time? Yeah, it's... Uh, it's it's indicating that there's something bigger in the background that we never get to hear about. Yeah, you you were given the the fun terrible storytelling thing this movie does, but that is somehow endearing is that Jason Statham had this backstory. We're not going to talk about yeah. it. The MVA has this whole thing that it does. We're not going to talk about it either. And oh hey, there's this penal colony. Well, what does that even mean? And right. we're going to see it, and I love it, but. There's, we we're not going to explain any of this stuff. No, we're just no. there's a lot going on. You don't need to know, viewer. You don't need to know. Yeah, but what is important is that mm-hmm. Statham is like, well, f- get away from here, wormhole tech. I know how to do this. It's procedure. Which is, which is just like, and they let him. Like they just are like, I guess so. He's had a hard day. We we've we've worked so hard to get this one guy. Ah, eh, fuck it. Yeah, he can go wherever he wants. This other guy can go whatever he wants. But hey, you know, it's procedure, Megan, is what he says as he takes the controls. And he, he sends Gabe Law back to his universe? I guess so. Is it's that how he knew? It's, it's so strange because when he arrives, there's all these electric cars and signs uh-huh. proclaiming Los <laughs> Angeles to be the cleanest city in the U.S. And Yeah. But his arrival uh, in the middle of traffic mm-hmm. uh, prompts some cars to veer off and hit this dog that looks, looks just like Ollie. Oh, looks, looks just like his, just like his dog, and in the Earth he, universe, yeah. Oh, you're 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 killing me, Megan. <laughs> and then you know he he picks him up and he looks around and oh, there, there's a vet clinic right across the street, and he, he walks what? in and Megan, <gasps> Megan, it's it's what, Carla what Gugino in a new wig you with a say. third wig. <laughs> it, that's how you know that, that it's a different multiverse version. Like you see, Megan talked about this, like Surfer Jetly, Dreadlock Jetly. They just yeah. all wear different wigs. Yeah, it's just different wigs, man. And they do different yeah. poses, and it's it's mm-hmm. all kind of charming. And um, Megan, she's into him. Yes, she is, Amber. And don't worry. Apparently, apparently Gabe is just fine with this shit. Like, it might not be my Carla Gugino, but guess what? She looks like her, so I'm healed. That does not seem like a recipe for a happy ending. This is a different <laughs> human being. If we've learned yeah. anything from watching this movie is that your multiverse versions of you are not the same as you. No, they're not. Like, one could be on a murderous spree to kill all of you. All of yous. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And they, they both practice two different forms of kung fu. Yeah, exactly. Which, which, is, is, which is fun. That, which that's is actually a, fun, yeah. A good... It's, that is yeah. a neat character character decision because like yep. uh, Eula practices one that's like all about very direct linear hits, mm-hmm. and Gabe Law it's more of an open handed circular technique. Yep, which, which is know, great. It's yes, that yes, it just goes to show you how different these humans are. So yeah, she looks the same. Yes, she's also a vet. Mm-hmm. Yes, there's an injured dog here, but she's not the same. She's not your woman. She's not your Carly Fujino. You've lived this whole life with this person and lost them. And now yeah. you're just going to replace her with just a thing that looks them. like her? Yeah. This is some Job shit. Yeah. This is, this is God <laughs> has taken everything from you, but mm-hmm. it's cool. He gave you a new one. So yeah. we're cool, right? We're cool. square. Yeah. Uh-huh. 
If I had to choose, mm-hmm. and I do, which of the two Jet Lees gets the better end of the stick? Mm-hmm. I would say it's you, Law. Oh, yeah. Why is that, Amber? Because Megan. Amber. We get to see the Stygian penal colony in the Hades universe. In the Hades universe? In the Yay! Hades universe. I'm so excited. What happens? Megan, it's amazing. Yep. Yep. Eula shows up and there's just like tough guys all around. It's all guys. They're the all... Filthy, large It's men. all gray. Like the whole, the whole picture of everything is just a almost a monotone gray Hades yep, universe. It's just rock and dark and filthy. I feel like there's just, I, I don't know if it was actually true, but just like flashes of lightning constantly. Yeah. Feel, no like, sun. Mm-hmm. It feels like there's grit or ash in the air. From- yep. In- inexplicably, there's like a small pyramidal shaped dais. Yeah. With like yeah, stairs leading a, up to a, a it. a ziggurat. It is. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. Mm-hmm. It's a ziggurat. Yep. yep. He, yep. He's, he's dropped right in front of a ziggurat. Yes. And <laughs> immediately. 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 Because they're like, oh, look, fresh fish for some reason. Mm, yeah, something like that. Mm-hmm. I think that maybe fish is a, a prison thing. I don't know. And he, he stands up and he's like, I am nobody's bitch. Yep. I don't need to know you. You need to know me. He is the line, is the actual line. As he walks mm-hmm. up the steps of this ziggurat, he is just yelling this with supreme confidence. Yes. I don't need to know you. You need to know me. Mm-hmm. I am the one. I am going to rule this. Like he immediately establishes dominance yep. and then climbs to the top of the ziggurat and just starts beating motherfuckers up. Just beating everybody up. And the camera pans out and you just see so many more people just like swarming up the ziggurat. It, it is it is much like uh, AVP with mm-hmm. um, <laughs> the aliens all swarming up the ziggurat to get the predator at the top. But in this version, mm-hmm. the predators have that shit on lock. Yeah, yeah, he does. It's... I mean, he's in he's in his version of heaven. He's going to get to rule the Stygian penal colony on Hades, and he's getting, he gets to use his superior strength and brain mm-hmm. to establish dominance and rule. That, that's going to be his shit. He's going to make the entire Stygian penal colony on the Hades universe mm-hmm. his pitch, for lack of yeah. a better word. It's the word they use. It's, yeah, yeah. We, yeah. We also do see, like, there all are, like, walls and guards, but the guards, they're not doing shit about this. This just seems like... Why are there guards there? Why don't Why? just stay in here? We don't care what the fuck you do in here, but stay in, I guess. I guess. I don't, I don't know, Amber. But if he dies, you get a the one situation. Yes, you still get a the one situation. He's gotta live. It's very confusing because like a, a you know hovercraft comes over and just sort of watches what's happening. If they do manage to kill him, your crisis has not been averted. This no. actually doesn't seem like a solid solution to the problem. No, he should be kept like in I don't know some sort of stasis or something. Oh yeah, freeze mm-hmm. him. Yeah, just package him in a nice pillow with his little yeah. face peeking out. Mm-hmm. I don't it's know. Great. But I, it's I, great. You know what? Whatever the fuck, it's I I would trade anything for that. the The universe can implode because I've now seen that scene, Ember. I love that scene so much. It yeah. made me think of sort of uh, Chronicles of Riddick when he goes to that you know supermax where yes. you never see light again. 
I'd watch that movie. I would watch yeah. Jet Li dominates the Stygian penal colony in the Hades universe movie. Yeah, that'd be fantastic. So, Amber, what would you call this movie on the rock scale? Rate it more like. Regrettable, outstanding, craze balls or K? This is a craze balls K. Could have been better. Could have done more with the story or less, honestly. Do right. less yeah. with the story so that yeah. you have fewer holes. Yeah. There could have been more like Jet Li choreography, but I think it was fine. There were some playful moments, but a lot of them kind of fell flat and weren't well used. And uh, yeah, I'd say Craze Balls K. Yeah. Yeah, I'm right there with you. I, I do feel like they're... They, while I enjoyed their hinting to like a, a much more fleshed out and interesting backstory behind everyone, um, I, that part I kind of enjoyed, but yeah, it... it uh, it felt like they were just fucking with us. It did feel a little bit like they were fucking with us. Oh, Jason Statham, your backstory is so interesting so and tortured. So interesting. Moving Any- on. Anyway. Tell Rolindo, you used to be partners with Jet mm-hmm. Li. Yeah. How was that? Oh, we're, we're, we're moving we're on. Okay, moving. you're just going to kill each other. Okay, just, moving on. Sure, sure. The MBA has done this before. What? Wait, they have? Wait, what's the penal colony? And wait, you're going to watch him? How does that work? And how do MBA agents work? And why do you have MBA agents? What, what, do, they, do, they, what do they do? Like, what's, what's the daily... Yeah. What's your ordinary multiverse crime? Because mm-hmm. you're saying that one guy committing serial murder on himself is new. So what do multiverse criminals usually do that you have to then enforce it? Because honestly, from the looks on your faces and the sounds coming out of your mouths, travel through multiverses is not something somebody would do casually. Yeah, oh God, yeah. Atomized. Indeed. Mm. Megan. Amber. Do you have an Abby story? Um, I have a Maddie story. Um, Maddie is uh very adorable when she's uh when she's going to bed before beforehand, she she goes around and gives everybody um, you know, goodnight uh kisses. And so she runs around and she says, Kiss, mommy kiss, mommy kiss. And she runs up to her mom and, and, and gives her a kiss. And then she runs, she says, Mimi kiss, Mimi kiss. And she runs up to me and gives me a kiss. And then she goes to bed. It's it's just this little, like, one and a half year old just, you know, running at you. Ecstatically. Mm-hmm. Yep. Almost excited about bedtime because it's kiss time. Yes, exactly. Hmm. Yeah, it's adorable. Some good psychological attachment. Mm-hmm. Isn't bed exciting because you get to give kisses? <laughs> she is she is like really uh, uh quick about bedtime it's great Fantastic. that's amazing yeah who knows if it'll stay this way but yeah it's like a short story and i'm out <laughs> like half the time she's like pointing at the crib and like let me get in there like, all right B- bye i guess <laughs> good night good night yep amber do you have a recommendation i recommend you Watch Romeo Must Die with me. Okay. Well, well, well yes, that's what that's the plan. Oh, good. Well, then I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm good. I'm done. Great. Excellent. I, I also recommend uh, dried mulberries. Ooh, excellent. They're, uh, I've never had them before. I've tried them for the first time. Very tasty. You know, Where'd you get chewy? those from? Uh, you know, just Amazon. Okay. Nice. Sticking around. Sticking around on nuts.com and Amazon. Yeah. <laughs> Buying dried fruit. Mm-hmm. Because that's the thing I did. Yeah. Chewy, you say? Oh, did I say chewy? Yes. Mm-hmm. I ordered them from the dog food company. 
No, I need the, the, the flavor and texture. Yes, they're chewy. They're sort of like a raisins, but with crunch because they're like multiple seeds, sort of, um, mm-hmm. sort of like a raspberry shapeish or like a blackberry shape to them. Sure. And they're dry. They're like a little crunch, but like good chew and a nice fruity flavor. You know, not Excellent. as tart as a raisin, but not dissimilar. A little, a little like sweeter and milder. So uh, Romeo must die in dried mulberries. Great. Did you know that it's what silkworms eat? I did know that. Yep. Well, fuck you. <laughs> My students sometimes get silkworms and, and yeah, mulberry feed is what they're supposed to give them. I didn't it. I know everything about silkworm mulberries. <laughs> Do you have a recommendation? <laughs> yes, I'm going to recommend um, uh, Escape from the Blood Keep, Ember. This is um, Dimension Twenties, um, so it's it's a it's a real play, actual play D and D thing. Um, there, Dimension Twenty does a whole bunch of different um, kind of seasons, and and a lot of them are these kind of like short. This one's like six episodes, um, and it kind of covers this this kind of one story. Um, and it's got um, so Brennan Lee Mulligan is the um, DM, and then you've got Ma- Matt Mercer is actually a player on it. Um, Erica Ishii, who's fantastic, love me some Erica Ishii. Uh, Renka Sankar, um, Ify Nawadaway, um, Mike Trapp, and Amy Forpel, I think, um, are, are the players. And um, it's this like spoof on Lord of the Rings which took me longer than it should have to get to to kind of connect with um, but they're the bad guys they're all playing like the bad guy versions um, uh, or the bad guys in this version of, of the Lord of the Rings and uh, and it's fantastic yeah lots all of right. fun you can watch it this is one of the ones they have for free it's on podcast you know you can look it up on their podcast mention 20 podcast or you can actually watch it for it's one of their the free seasons they have on their um website uh dropout tv yeah well all right then excellent megan uh it's it's been it's been a treat uh i will i will see you back here for romeo must die and uh have a good weekend this year Wonderful, and I'll I'll just end like I always do by saying she likes rock and roll. See again, no, it's nothing. Who's she, and why do I care what she likes? And she doesn't even love it. It's not something she's passionate about. She just likes it. <laughs> I like apples. I <laughs> like going for walks. Who the I I like talking to you sometimes, but like <laughs> not today. I don't give a shit about the list of things you like would mm. that doesn't tell me anything about you so fuck you mm-hmm. fuck yep. whoever she is okay yep and you, just fuck rock and roll too i don't I, i'm mad at it now i'm mad you, you are hitting it too hard and now i'm mad at it <laughs> bye amber bye megan <laughs>